All right. Hey guys, uh, I'm Dan. This is Latang, as most of you guys know. Um, thanks for coming. Very uh, different for us. Uh, we're not used to uh, kind of being in front of groups and talking about things. We're just kind of used to doing it. So, um, but throughout the last couple of years, um, we've been really blessed with what we've done and um, we just kind of felt like we needed to at least give our experience what we know. Um, as I was talking to Al, um, you know, a lot of the crazy, silly things that we do, the hard things, the, um, I don't know, more mistakes than probably successes, it feels like at times, but uh, it's just something that we feel that we can at least give what we know in real estate. Um, maybe it'll help others not have the same mistakes, the same pitfalls, and maybe open your eyes up to opportunities that you maybe didn't have uh, before. So, um, Tane, say something. <laughs> so, we just, um, just wanted to open it up. I know we are just now building Happy Homes, so it's all very new. It's new to us. It's new to those around us, but um, people have been so curious to because the, they'll we'll talk about here and there. We've we've been flipping for so long. A lot of people are really can, curious about that about our rentals. So we just you know thought we'll just a little bit tonight just kind of answer some questions. If there's questions, which pretty much in real estate, I mean nothing's kind of off the you know you can ask pretty much anything. We're, we're we tend to be open books. So, um, and I'll say this a few years ago, I guess it's probably been four years ago now, I got involved with a mastermind. And when we talk about building a community, one of the things is it was a storage mastermind that we were, we have Facebook groups, different things that, you know, guy might be in California, another guy might be in Florida and they, Hey, I got this question or, Hey, I'm looking at a facility in Florida. Uh, and I'm in California, do you know any contractors? Things like that. So what, when, I, when we talk about building a community, and that's kind of why we're wanting to do this, obviously starting small, but just start building community between finance, between wholesalers, between you know, actual purchasers, things like that. I mean, and then just the community of investors um, encouraging each other, uh, because it, sometimes it's a very lonely road. Um, you know, it's a scary road, you know, especially in today's time with lawsuits and tenants and how do you handle this? How do you deal with that? Um, you know, so that's, I think it's more than just even buying it. It's, it's that community. And then for us, obviously it's faith, family and financial freedom. You know, it's building a community. Um, you know, the, the groups that I've gotten involved with, I talked to those guys, I mean, I got something, a question, I'll call them up, hey, what about this? You know, I've got other people, hey, I'm dealing with this with my family, how do you deal with this? You know, so it's just developing a community. So just real quick about us, because most everybody in here we know fairly well, but Dan and I met here at college here in Cleveland, um, got married and um, immediately, he already owned a rental property when we got married and we just started building. Um, and we've just built here locally. This is the market we wanted to be in. We had ventured out to Chattanooga for a very short period of time, didn't care for it. 
We even bought a townhome down in Marietta, Georgia. Didn't care for that. Bought a so short-term rental in Pigeon Forge. We did buy a short-term like rental. It. So we've, we've kind of kept everything close. Um, other investors that we know, especially that Van talks to, they have stuff all over the place. So this is literally our perspective, what we've done just one way. Um, you know, there's a million ways to do any of the things that we've done. But we have, we've, Dan and I've worked together from the start. It's, that has evolved over the years. Um, and we've gotten our kids, they know what we do. They're involved. Our two sons are here tonight. Um, our oldest, Ethan, he has already got a couple rental houses that we helped him buy. And um, teaching him how to manage it all on his own because he wants to build his own portfolio. Um, so this is just, it's a lifestyle for us. It's our family. It's our living. It's, it's everything. Um, so when Dan talks about the community, it's truly like we're willing to give any knowledge that we have, but it is also having someone else and not everybody is a couple, but just having someone to just ask questions to bounce ideas. Um, you know, it just, I've seen it do a lot for Dan over the last couple of years. And then I went to a mastermind with him and it was amazing. We actually sent Hayden to one with him a couple months ago and Hayden loved it. So just kind of opening your eyes to some other avenues and some other aspects. Um, so that's a little bit about what we're trying to build with Happy Home. And um, one thing I want to say, I mean, and most of the people in here do know us, you know, we don't have any great formula. Um, we just worked hard and truly God blessed us. Um, we're not, I say we're not professionals. I mean, it's, it's, this is just from our experience and I want people to understand that, that we're the same as everybody else. We're not some big guru or anything else. You know, we're out doing stuff every day, dealing with things. So, you know, when you ask questions, feel free. I mean, we don't, I mean, if it gets to the point that we feel awkward with it, which I, I truly am an open book. So, um, I mean, I'll pretty much tell you anything. So, um, I guess with that, we can keep chatting, but we're welcome to let y'all yeah. ask questions. Anything that you want to ask, um, we're welcome. You're welcome to. You know, several of you guys I've actually sat down and talked with at different times. So, I mean, from, you know, financing to how do you find it? Um, I mean, anything, whatever comes across your mind, feel free. Because we need to fill up a little bit of time. So <laughs> we'd love for y'all to... Uh, Give us something to actually talk about rather than stammering over ourselves. So we're going to leave it open. Anybody? Okay. So Rod asked financing and how do you find them? So um, let's start with how to find them. There are a hundred different ways. You know, I guess I'm going to start from my experience and then also talking from a lot of other people. Um, you know, when I first started, it was, and you get local people that are a little bit older will laugh, the real estate review. I'd get the real estate review and I'd flip through all those pages and it was just a little magazine that had all the for sale properties. And I'd find them and I'd go look. And then what I started doing is I would drive through the neighborhoods, and I'd start looking at what I thought were the worst properties in the neighborhood. And then I'd start putting a postcard and say, hey, and I'd lie all the time. Hey, I've got cash, would love to buy your house. 
I didn't have a dollar, but I could figure out how to come up with the money. So um, I'd put a note on there. Our first flip that we did, the house across the street, we, um, it was all run down. So the whole time I was fixing up that house, and then the second flip that we did, the whole time during that, I would go by once a week and leave postcards. He called me and he said, I've got 50 of your postcards. He said, I guess I'm ready to sell. I went and bought it. So with that being said, direct mail is another one that a lot of people do. If you talk to landowners, they get very frustrated with it. It's a very low percentage, but it's very easy. You can do it from your computer. You can send out direct mails to where they call you. You set up a voicemail. Networking with local realtors. Um, get involved with local real estate groups. Um, Chattanooga has one. We've actually started one here a few months ago. Um, get involved with your local investors because they're always out looking wholesalers. That's another one. Get involved with that group because wholesalers are doing mailers. They're out finding those deals. They're doing the grinding of actually going to meeting with the homeowners, negotiating it. And then you as an investor, you can come in, they'll send you, I'm on probably 50 different email lists throughout Tennessee. I've got some in North Carolina, which I found a storage facility through the other day. So just get your name out there. Another thing is, and I know it sounds crazy, but let people know that you're an investor. I mean, you guys know 100 people that own houses. Hey, my aunt's selling a house. You know, I got, we were remodeling a house. The next door neighbor, I just became friends with him, talking to him, asked him to watch out for the house. Kid calls me and he says, hey, my uncle died a few months ago and they're selling his house over off of free will. Would you be interested in it? I was like, well, sure. I said, give me your uncle's number. Called him. He said, hey, it's listed with a realtor. Called the local realtor. We bought it. We fixed it up and we flipped it. So it's just people knowing what you do. Um, you think of anything else that we've done? Networking, and I say this at other times, is networking is your net worth. You have to network. You have to get within groups that are in this. Um, another thing is they call it driving for dollars. Drive neighborhoods. You know, look for that rundown property. Or if you want, if you're wanting, say, multifamily, and you guys are all local, so you guys know, like Villa Drive, you know, you go over there, you can get on some of these, uh, websites, uh, one's called Landglide. You can literally get on Landglide and it gives you the owner's name and phone number. You can take a pre-printed letter that says, hey, I'm, I'm Dan, I'm a local investor looking for a duplex, your property looks really nice. You know, just do a pre-done one and then write the address on there, write their name, put it in an envelope, put a stamp on it and mail it to them. This is the thing. How many properties do you really need? You know, if you do that, I told this to my son, if you do it 10 times a week or five times a week, in a matter of 52 weeks, you know, you've gotten 300 letters out. What if you get three calls? I mean, at the beginning, that's more than enough. So, um, you know, just letting realtors know that you're in the market. Um, that's what I would reiterate. Get, get with a couple local realtors. And just tell them, look, I'm wanting to start investing. Tell them what you're looking for. And it might take them a little while to run across it, but eventually they might, hey, I found something, I think it might work. I think especially getting started now, because it looks a lot different than when we started with all of the technology and the websites, I think a, a 
do a couple realtors. Be like, look, if you can find it, I'll buy it through you and then I'll turn around and list it with you. Um, but a couple realtors and also wholesalers, I mean, sometimes wholesalers get a bad name, but they, they know how to hustle. I mean, they, and they find a lot of property. Um, not all of it works, but sometimes they're doing, like he said, they're doing the mailers for you because mailers can get expensive. So they're getting the feedback and um, they have a database and they give them some parameters. Look, I'm looking for a single family. I want it in this price range. I want it in this area. And if you find something that's close to that, call me. And it might take four or five. But uh, those are the two things I would say, especially getting started, let someone else kind of do the legwork for you. And you can find those wholesalers in some of these groups on Facebook. I mean, I, I'm old school, I guess Facebook, I don't know if it's on Instagram, um, but <laughs> Facebook, man, like I said, I am on so many wholesale face. I, I kind of forgot randomly, I was actually riding around with Jeremy one day and someone called me and said, hey, are you Dan, you know, do you buy property in Cleveland, Tennessee? And I was like, yeah, they're in California. And they were wholesalers that mailed to Cleveland. And they had this little house off of Ocoee Street. And uh, it didn't end up working out. We didn't end up buying it, but it wasn't because of the deal or it was actually because of the seller. It was, uh, it was just a complicated situation with foreclosure and things like that. But California, little town in Cleveland, and I was on their mailing list. So get on Facebook, put your, make up an email address, get a new email address that's nothing but for real estate. You know, and then that way you don't have to worry about your personal and everything else. Once again, mistake on my side, I did my personal and now it's a mess. But, um, you know, just do that and just, you can look at home whenever it's convenient for you and you get five emails. Oh yeah, that, that doesn't even look like anything I'd want or, you know, that's too much work or whatever. So, um, you know, and I can say this after being, you know, doing real estate for 25 years, now it's, I get people calling, you know, as you get that relationship with people established, people will call you. I've noticed more that once investors know that you can close and that, you know, you're a true player, more people will call you too. So start small, just kind of gradually build, but it's, it's with anything with sales. It's you know letting people know that you're in business. This is what we do, um, and then just being able to to look at the deal and and be able to close. I have a question. Yep. So, in running through a realtor, do you feel like in this market things are so inflated that if it's already made it to market through a realtor, that the price is you know more than what you would, especially like on a fixer upper. I mean, we got. Somebody sent me one, and I was like, I can build that <laughs> from the ground up for less. Correct. Brand, you know? Absolutely. Um, this is the thing. I mean, if you go back to the, you know, actually evaluating a property when you're underwriting it, trying to figure out if it's a deal, make an offer that makes sense to you as an investor. 90% of realtors walk into your house and say, what do you want? What, what price are you thinking? Because they're trying to please you. Well, my neighbor's house sold for this. Well, but your neighbor's house is brand new. Yours, you haven't done anything to it for 30 years. So yes, I do totally agree. I'm gonna be honest with you though, we have probably, even through this market, we have probably bought at least 50% of our stuff. I know, we, I know in stuff. the last two years, we bought two through a realtor that were complete flips. Um, more than we would have paid 
10 years ago, but we still fix them up, fix them up the way we do it, which we always spend more than most people because we do some really nice finishes. And we still, we're gonna make money. Well, one we already sold, the other one will be done the end of the month and we're gonna make money on it. So a lot of what they find are, are probably gonna be too inflated. But I mean, if it's within a, I mean, I wouldn't say come in and ask, offer them a hundred grand less, but I mean, I would definitely find a realtor that's willing to write an offer because some of them aren't, but some be like, look, here's my offer. If you want to please justify why I'm offering this, it's worth it. All they can say is no. Um, so you'll find some, not a lot right now, but you'll find some. And I will say this too, especially now, the last three years have been a little crazy because everybody and their grandma was in real estate because you didn't have to know what you were doing to do real estate. People are starting to fall off. Um, people are scared. People don't have cash. Interest rates are up. So really, this is a great time to get in because if you have some money or the means to money or you have the knowledge or you, I mean, even at this point, it's just if you have the desire, this is when you're going to start finding deals. Where you used to have over asking price, even on a junk garbage thing, um, it's over asking price with 10 people. Well, I mean, that's hard to, to really get in there. But now I, I do, I feel like it's getting a little bit softer with investors uh, because the, the real players are still in and some of the other people are, are getting out. So things that you bought through a real estate agent are on the market, they're yeah. not like pre-market. No, no, mine have... Um, I will, the one we're finishing up now, she, it was our established oh, right. realtor. She was about to list it. She called us first because we she sold several houses for us, but we did buy it at with the listing price. Um, the other one they had it listed, so yeah. But once again, it goes back to relationships with realtors with different people. And the thing is, I actually have three or four realtors that I talk to, um, and they kind of know that look, you perform and do what you need to do, or I mean, I'll use somebody else, not trying to be mean, but that's what we're in the business for. Just like them, they wanna sell, so um, I, if you're gonna bring me a deal, I'll use you, um, you know, so, but relationships, once again. But yeah, there's, there's definitely, you know, as far as rental, rentals, um, you know, because I don't know what everybody's thinking of as rentals or flips. Um, rentals are a little quirkier right now, um, just because the pricing went so high. And where we're at is it's not an interest issue that we're dealing with. It's, it's not people being able to have the money. It's actually sellers realizing that the market, they're too high. They can't be selling for that price. And I mean, this is going on big and multifamily, big multifamilies. And they're just getting to that point that they're saying, okay, it's not what it was a year ago. And where we thought we could make 150,000 profit on our house, we're only gonna be able to make 100. And once those sellers start getting tired of all the lowball offers and stuff, then what'll happen is things will start evening out. So I would say at the end of 2023, first to 2024, is what a lot of people are saying is when sellers should kind of get that. Because it's been almost a year that the, the interest rates, and I think interest rates will even start coming down just a smidge. But we did a whole talk on 
our very first rental property was at seven, was it seven and a half, seven and a quarter percent, you know, 7%, uh, I'm sorry, that was my first house that I bought um, when I was in college. It was like at seven, seven and a half percent. So first time home buyers, they're still in that six to seven range. So it's, things are just quirky, but there's, there are, I, we've made more money in the last four years than we did the first 20 years of real estate. 